0: Today is Friday, November 9th, 2018. Um, I have not podcasted since um, October 30th. I am currently listening to Pictures of You by The Cure because I love that song. And it makes me um, get a little emotional, and I am a little emotional today. I'm going to turn this off because um, I have having a... I'm emotional because I'm having um, stress and anxiety about my father. Um, I last, I don't know when I talked talked about him last, but um, my father, well, last week when I was, when I podcasted, I was talking about um, the new Apple products. Then before that, I had talked about visiting my father um, in Charlottesville, Virginia, It was October 16th and 17th, but I didn't talk about it until um, the 23rd. In any case, since that time, um, last week, my father uh, was, you know, he he is in an assisted living facility in Charlottesville, and he had um, some breathing issues, and they sent him to the hospital. And the hospital did, of course, a complete um, whatever. Review, I guess, or whatever, of his symptoms and what are, what are his issues um, health-wise. And they found out that he is um, currently having congestive heart failure. And part of that is the um, aortic stenosis, which is the um, narrowing of the aortic or the aorta, which um, sends not as much blood to his heart. Um, so anyway, he is, he is suffering from congestive heart failure, lung cancer, and horrible, um, debilitating arthritis in his knees. Last week, they, he stayed in the hospital for four days, and then they sent him back to the assisted living facility and with a um, referral to hospice care. And my sister who is down there taking care of him doesn't understand what didn't at the time understand what hospice means and assume that he was just going to have extra special care when really hospice means that you're um, beginning you're at the beginning stages of um, end of life and you need to um, have special care until the day you die, which also means you don't have as much time left to live well at at the time he left the hospital they gave him um, as much as six months to live but um, well then anyway when when they when he went back to the facility he had um, a decent amount of care but still not enough so one of my brothers and sisters or I have been um, staying with him 24 7 to take care of the things that the facility doesn't take care of for example feeding they will not feed him um, so one of us has to be there to feed him at breakfast lunch and dinner now we could hire someone to come in there and do that but my um, sister who is in charge of his care doesn't want to do that so of course that um, stresses me out like why can't we uh, just spend the money and have him get the best care he can have. Everything else is being taken care of, for example, he has a bed sore on his bottom, so they are turn they're coming in and turning him every two hours and dressing the uh, uh bed sore and taking care of that and they do all other things i will i should say hospice care comes in and does everything else they um if he soils himself, they clean it up and they change him. If he um, messes his diaper or whatever, they change that. They give him a bath. They shave him. They do all of the stuff that they need to do. The only thing they won't do is feed him. So we're feeding him. And I really don't get that part of it either. But um, anyway, so right now, um, currently, the, the hospice nurse and hospice doctor were in, let's see, today's Friday. So that was Tuesday. Tuesday. And they said that he's closer to less than a month um, to live. So, you know, we're kind of just making him comfortable. For example, he's on morphine, he's on Ativan, and he is still having breathing issues. So he's on oxygen and he's just kind of laying in his bed, uh, mumbling things and... um, doing very little movement very little eating um you know so we're just trying to make him comfortable and so i was there this week from sunday to tuesday and when i left he was um very confused he was uh remembering things from long a long time ago he was um at that time he actually was still eating decently but since then i left on tuesday and my Um, twin brother has been there um, from Tuesday well he's been there all week but um, today he's leaving and my older sister's coming in but he's noticed declines things that are happening that he's declining he's not eating as much he's not taking as much liquids he is um, asking questions like where is everybody and he's got um, larger breathing issues where he's trying to cough up fluids and stuff well, anyway, so I, I didn't know, I don't know what the, all this means in terms of how close he is to death. So I was doing some research, of course, on the internet and found the hospice um, pamphlet or whatever booklet that tells you all about end of life and what to expect and how to estimate how much time he has left. Well, going through that, I have figured out that he really only has about a week or two left because he's exhibiting the, the signs of someone who is really at end of life. So I'm really hoping that he holds on until next week because I'm going down there on Tuesday, on Monday, I should say, and I'll be there from Monday all the way through Thursday next week. Um, well, so that tells you another thing. I won't be podcasting next week. And um, I'll be pretty much just be taking care of him and feeding him and just being with him un- until the end, I guess. Um, I hope that the end comes while I am there. Um, But, you know, you just don't know. Everything I'm reading about this says that you just don't know when the end of life is going to happen. But, um, you know, I pretty much accepted it, that he's been ill for a long time. And we've been, you know, trying to uh, make his life as, you know, as simple and as nice as possible in the time that he has left. And continuing the... um, Pain medication is really the most for me because I don't want him to, hit to be in any kind of pain or suffering, and so far they're doing a good job with that. I think he gets morphine every three hours or something like that. But um, you know, it's a sad, it's a sad thing when people die. But my father is 87 years old. I know I've said that multiple times. I know I've talked about him multiple times, and um, he's lived a, a good long life. I think he's done pretty much everything he's wanted to do. Um, you know, he helped raise seven kids and we're all really good kids. We're, you know, we're all successful. I'm already retired. My um, one brother's going to retire maybe in a year. Um, You know, so he's lived a good long life and raised seven kids and had a successful career and all of that. It's just a matter of, um, you know, time now. And, you know, you start thinking about all these things and, um, Well, the biggest, not the biggest, but one thing that really gets on my nerves is the drama between family members when it comes time to make decisions for his care. And like the one I mentioned a minute ago about the feeding, there's like no reason why we can't just pay someone some outrageous amount of money. I don't care what it is, but to have someone in there to feed him. Um, Granted, he's not eating very much, but at least be there to offer him the food if he wants to eat it instead of having to have a family member there 24 hours a day to, you know, do these things. But my, you know, older sister makes the decisions and she's decided not to spend the money on that. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, he's got plenty of money. Just spend it. You know, obviously there's not much time left. It's not a matter of um, having money to inherit when he does go. I mean, that's just crazy. So anyway, the family dynamics... Uh, are just crazy when you have so many people you know it's like too many cooks in the kitchen you got all these people making decisions and who's going to be down there and what's the schedule and who's going to be next and what do, you, what do we have to do and do we, who do we call and you know all these kinds of things so the details and the family dynamic of it um, is really starting to get on my nerves I spent most of the day yesterday texting with my family about um, level of care and where what he what he should be getting and things like that and it's it's really last night I had to go for a walk because I was just so um, like I'd had enough pretty much I've had enough but I'm, re- I'm really hoping that I know I'm just kind of rattling here but um, I'm just you know it's like crazy time going on in my head and I don't know what to think I, I don't know how to plan because I don't know when he's going to die and what his um, end-of-life wishes are. All we know is that he wants to be cremated. We don't know anything like, does he want to be in an urn? Does he want you to be sitting on someone's shelf? Does he want to be, because he is entitled to um, be part of the, uh, was it mausoleum? Not, I, don't, I don't know what it's called. It's the place at Arlington National Cemetery because he was military, um, where you put the urns, the ash urns, and I can't remember the name of it. I'm sure y'all are screaming it out saying it's a blah but I don't know what it is. Anyway, so we don't but we don't know if he wants that or if he just wants his ashes to be spread around some of his favorite places. We don't know. So that's very frustrating too cuz we want to do what what he wants. It's not spelled out that clearly in this will, so we don't really know. So anyway, I guess this little short podcast here is to tell you um and I'm not going to I probably won't be podcasting for a little while <clears throat> until this um episode of my life passes so um yeah I don't know that's pretty much what it is and how it is right now and I know Scotty thank you for sending me a message about the uh, another yet another mass shooting in, in the United States but I can't really deal with that right now so I'm not going to play that voicemail i'll save it for the next time but i am going to finish playing pictures of you by the cure because i like it so much and it reminds me to be emotional and um, you know because i've been actually taking a lot of pictures and looking at a lot of pictures of my father so i'm gonna let this play out and then that will be the end so until you hear from me again bye
1: as the sky